Welcome to the Home Inspector Marketing Podcast. Because you're a home inspector looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line, you are in the right place. For additional training resources on how you can grow your home inspection business, go to microreturns.com right now. And now, here's the podcast. Hi, this is Mike Crow, and I run a home inspection business. In fact, I've run a couple of home inspection businesses. The true joy for me, though, has been helping literally thousands of home inspectors build really solid home inspection businesses as well. We can help a single man operation be able to do over $300,000 a year, maybe all the way up to $400,000 a year as a single inspector operation. Even better for me is the 80 plus companies that we have helped be able to build million dollar home inspection businesses. I would like to help you be able to do the same thing. So here we are again, uh, Creating Magic by Lee Cockrell. Uh, the part that we're going into this time is basically uh, chapter six, uh, strategy four, create magic through training. Now, keep in mind that the training could be for you. How many of you have gone to a training for yourself within the last year? Show of hands? Cool, okay, all of us, all right. How many of you sent your employees to a training? You know, there you go. So training is probably one of the most powerful things. I'm going to skip all the way over um, inside to page 118 of the book. And in the book it says, give people a purpose, not just jobs. You asked earlier, okay, hey, how do you get these really people that are smarter than you, right? Smart people want a purpose, not just a job, okay? They're looking for that challenge. They're looking for that excitement. They're looking for, uh, and I will tell you, the smarter the person is, the more they're looking to serve the world than just themselves. The more they're looking to, for that big thing out there that they can be part of, okay? So when you give people a purpose and not just jobs, it completely changes everything. In fact, um, I want you to write this word down. I'm gonna write a couple of words down as we go this time, uh, just because I wanna, I wanna make sure that you see some words that I've written actually here on page 119. And that word here is inspire. And one of the biggest compliments I can ever give a person, I've said this to my amazing wife, I've said this to many of you, uh, Stan, I've said it to you, is that you inspire me. It's one of the biggest compliments I can give to anybody. All right? And so on page uh, 119 it says here, for great leaders and great companies, um, you know, just being a manager is not enough, okay? Uh, their people don't just show up in the morning and do what's asked of them. They want to be there. Their people want to be there, okay? Uh, they're proud to be there. They reach above and beyond, constantly raising the bar of excellence. Why? Because their leaders don't just give them jobs. They inspire them to a higher sense of purpose. Can I tell you a secret? Bob is a coach. Okay, part of my job as a coach is to inspire you. Inspire you to be something bigger, better than you are, you know, as a, uh, a CPA. And, and the truth is for all of us, our job is to inspire the person next to us or the people in front of us or the people behind us. And we do that by uh, the way we act. So uh, I thought it was great. Now I underlined this one thing was, somebody actually said on the Disney thing, and uh, Vance, I know you've heard this many times, but be so nice to our guest, they, won't, they simply won't believe it. Be so nice to our guest, they simply won't believe it. 
can you can you put that into your associates, your partners, your client coordinators? Can you? Man, I had I, I couldn't believe how nice she was being to me. Okay, uh, so you've got that. Going on to page 120. Uh, Disney leaders are trying to make sure that every single cast member understands the difference, the difference between his or her specific role and the purpose that's shared by everyone in the company. And he said, I boiled that uh, purpose down to this statement. Make sure that every guest has the most fabulous time of his or her life. Now, this is Disney, and it's a vacation, and it's entertainment, so you may think that this doesn't apply to you. It absolutely applies to you. I was talking with uh, somebody at our last meeting, and they said, we don't do just this, we create an experience. The world wants experiences, not just a product or a service. When we go in and we speak to real estate offices, we create an experience. We don't just, we don't just go in and say, hi, here's who we are and here's what we do. We create an experience. In fact, uh, I am going to let Craig create an experience for you, not right now, but later today, maybe right before we come back from lunch, that you will never forget. You guys okay with that? How many of you would like to have an experience that you'll never forget? Depends on if it's good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the big thing that we're talking about here uh, is the fact that uh, how do you do this? Part of it is that you start creating little lines, little statements that you live by, right? So, they in on page 121, it's the vision statement, what we want to be, the essence statement, what we want our guest to feel, and if there was, a, I, I really should have underlined the word feel, okay? What we want our guest to to feel. And then the mission statement, you know, what we must do, okay? What we must do. And so you go on to there. And then all, all the way to page 123, here's one of the things is, if you're going to build this kind of a company, okay, will you have how many agents now? Four. Four agents, all right? So one of the things is, you have to take your role as a teacher seriously, right? You have to take your role as a teacher seriously. Uh, and if you want to be surrounded by great employees, or great associates, or great cast members, or great client coordinators, or great inspectors, or great service people, okay? Then you have to be a great teacher, a great coach, and a counselor, and those are far more effective than being a boss, all right? In the old days, being a boss was just something we were taught that was necessary and you had to do what the boss said, okay? The world doesn't think that anymore. The world is looking to work with people that inspire them. Okay, kind of goes back to what you were saying, Shakur, in the last thing was, you know, how do we how do we hire people smarter than us? Okay, we inspire them. Okay, if you help other leaders become good teachers, if you help other leaders become good teachers, as well, then you multiply your value. When I help, you know, our team lead become a better leader, all right, then it, it inspires other people as well in the process, and so it's kind of a cool thing. Here's the other one that I wanted to write down for you. Okay, excuse me. Uh, uh, all right, my apologies. Here's the other thing. Let me try that again. Here's the other thing that I want to um, uh, I want to write down for you, uh, and it's on page 124. And uh, can somebody read out to me what that is? Because it it says coach. Okay, what does coach stand for? What's the C stand for? Care. 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 Okay. And the O? Observe. Observe. And the A? Act. Act. And the next C? Communicate. Communicate. 
and the H. Help. Help. That's the essence of a coach. A coach is not, in my opinion, and some people disagree with this, that's perfectly fine, is not an accountability partner. Okay? And by the way, accountability is in everything we do. One of the things I love what uh, Davey says is personal accountability. Personal accountability. I believe that people need to hold, hold themselves personally accountable. Can we help give them systems to do that? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean I'm holding them accountable. It means that they have decided to use that system to help hold themselves accountable. So a coach, care, observe, act, communicate, and help is one of the biggest parts of this whole process and to be a great guide for training and, and developing uh, employees. And uh, he goes into more on each of those. I'm going to let you talk about that. Here's the big thing is, and by the way, that was so important. I earmarked or, or marked that page specifically because um, it, it uh, my phone goes off every day. At some point, I set an alarm, and it says husband, father, coach. Because everything I do in my world, whether it's my kids or my grandkids or employees or customers or clients or uh, members or whatever it is, uh, even when I go eat somewhere, I'm still coaching, all right? I care, I observe, I act, I communicate, and I help. So it's, it's one of the top three things in my world. And I will tell you, it has served, it has not only served me, but served so many other people well. And you, that's uh, number four here is teach by example. So when you do that, other people see you do that, they'll want to do it even better. Okay, And it's amazing, by the way, how people will open doors up for you when you do that. And they watch you do that. Number five, teach the principles of great service. All right, I love how he outlined here um, in uh, you know, uh, special text here, you know, make eye contact and smile. So if I come over and go, hey, Shakur, how are you doing? All right, eye contact and smile. You may not know this. Susan, my amazing wife, knows this because she's a physical therapist, the chemistry in your body changes when you do that. If I come over to you and go, David, hey, how are you doing, man? So glad to see you. I'm glad you're here. The chemistry in my body and his body just changed. And that's a system that you can use with your employees, with your clients, with your customers. Every good salesperson knows it, okay? And then there's so many other things, okay? Greet and welcome each and every guest, you know? Uh, Vance is our Disney resident Disney expert. One of the things I wanted to share with you after we finish this session is that there is a couple of rules. If you get within 10 feet of an employee, you get within 5 feet of an employee, you get within 3 feet of an employee, different things happen. Okay? That's pretty accurate, Vance? Okay? But that's part of what I'm teaching you here. I want to make sure that you see here. Okay? And then the third part of this is seek out that contact. Seek out that contact. Uh, make it available. Try for it, okay? Uh, Bob, you go to these uh, uh, real estate investment meetings. One of the best things I know about you is you seek out that contact. You say hi to people. Uh, and I will tell you that sometimes when I'm at a party or different things, I don't seek out that contact, okay? I get on the plane, I get on the plane, I put my headphones on, and I'm and I'm kind of just in my own zone. Susan gets on the plane, and she has this great conversation for the next two hours with that person when she goes, they're best friends, okay? Susan seeks out that contact. And in business, that's a pretty cool thing. And then provide service recovery. Cast, cast members are trained in how to best resolve service problems from poorly prepared 
well, let's say food to rooms that were not cleaned or properly uh, checked in or uh, and are taught to how to rapidly find the appropriate information or person when they don't have the solution. I like to call this backups. And I am the king of backups, all right? What happens if our inspector shows up 30 minutes late? We have a plan for that, okay? We know how we're going to respond to that when we get that phone call, okay? Uh, or how do, we, how do we respond to, you know, I've called three times and nobody's answered, okay? Well, it should never happen, but we have a system to respond to that, right? We actually have a backup call center to even help make sure that doesn't happen. So have, have a plan of how you're going to recover when something goes wrong. The average person does not have a recovery plan. And do your employees, do your, your other people that you work with, do they have a plan of how you're going to recover when something goes wrong? You know what I usually get is, oh, that's not going to happen. Um, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to share a little thing I say sometimes, and sometimes people take it wrong, but take it in the spirit of love and care and, and, and you know, all of this others can communicate. You know, when somebody tells me something like that, here's what my brain says to me inside. Well, they'll probably lie about other stuff as well. I'm never late. Yeah, they probably lie about other stuff as well. Okay? I've never had a flat tire. Yeah, they probably lie about other stuff as well. I, I hate saying that, but here's what I know is, and I want to say this to you because I don't want you to say something that triggers that inside of people. And if you say, oh, I've... And we have inspectors all the time, right, Alan? Go, oh, I never have any complaints. You know what I say to myself? Yeah, they probably lie about other stuff as well. Okay? There's no home inspector that's been out there that's done a thousand home inspections that hasn't had a complaint. Either he's brand new, okay? You know, my first inspection, I got the phone call. My first inspection, I got the damn phone call, okay? So it happens. But I was able to recover. Well, I learned to recover better after that. Let's put it that way, okay? And then uh, display appropriate body language all the time. Um, and Disney actually has this thing is that, Vance, uh, they're not allowed to be how close to a wall? Two and a half inches. Two and a half inches. They're not allowed to be two and a half inches. You know why? Because when they get really close to a wall, what do they do? Right? What do they do? Lean on it. They lean on it, right? Well, that's not appropriate body language. Now, I will tell you, my dad over and over and over again said, son, you can't stand that way. Ah. Why? <laughs> you know, body language, all right? Are you open? Are you approachable? One of the biggest things that people want to know is, are you approachable? Guest at Disney, cast members make sure that they're approachable. They set up their body language so people know they're approachable, okay? And then preserve the magical guest experience, and there's more about that. Uh, and Simply thank each and every guest. I, can, I, I, I cannot count on two hands the number of times when I'm at Disney during a day that somebody tells me thank you. I cannot count. It's more than 10 times any day I go to Disney that I'm told thank you. How many times do you tell your clients thank you? How many times do you tell your employees thank you? How many times do you tell uh, uh, your vendors thank you? All right. How many times do you tell your wife? How many times do you tell your wife thank you? How many times do you tell your kid thank you? Okay? All right. Train people for the magical moments and take fives. I love this one. I love this one. Uh, you know, we talk about the five things here, right? You know, family, faith, fitness, fun, and financial. Financial one. Boy, I'm going to work on that one even more. Okay? Thank you, sir. Um, and, uh, but there are take five moments. 
I, I, when I was raising my kids, I called them snippets, right? And uh, uh, so I would say, hey, Jonathan, let's go to uh, Home Depot. Uh, I don't want to go to Home Depot. My mistake. I apologize. I didn't ask if you wanted to go. <laughs> let's go to Home Depot. Oh, okay. But you know what? In that short period of time, we got to have a snippet. We got to have that opportunity to have a conversation about something we might never have the opportunity to have. Here's the number one biggest problem that most people make is that they wait until something goes wrong and then they tell them about it. Okay? One of the things that in Susan and I in marriage enrichment is schedule time to have those conversations. One of the coolest things that Susan and I do now is that uh, uh, we go swimming and we walk around in our swimming pool for about an hour and we talk and we have great conversations. They're not to the point where we get mad before we have those conversations. They're there. So in Disney, they talk about take fives. Here's some different ones. Take fives and be more spontaneous, okay? The cast has been trained to seize, seize opportunities to do something special for a guest. An ice cream falls. Let's pick it up and give them a new one, okay? Uh, walk an older person to the restroom. Ask a little girl who's dressed like Cinderella for her autograph, okay? Tell a family something interesting about the park. Like why uh, there are special window displays on main streets with special names on them, okay, and where those names even came from. Uh, and sometimes these moments are especially heartwarming. Uh, there was the time a woman asked Mickey Mouse for an autograph to bring home to a little boy who was seriously ill. Mickey didn't just sign his name. He wrote a long personal letter to the little boy. We all have this knack sometimes to just take shortcuts. And, and shortcuts may be important when we're, when we're processing something. Don't process people. Take the time to make them go, wow, that was cool. I still remember when we went to a Disney place and there was a checkerboard and, and, and man, uh, we, we sat down to play checkers, right? And the lady came over and she said, wow, you guys are like deep into that. It looks serious. And I went, yep. And uh, she said, well, let me know who wins. And she walked off. And we went up to check out the register went, so who won? And I said, well, I did. She pulled out this certificate, wrote my name on it, gave me a crown. And I still remember it to this day. That was 30 years ago. What can you do in a five-minute snippet that people will remember 30 years from now? What can you teach your people to do in a five-minute snippet that people will remember 30 years? years from now okay and we're going to talk more about this in some of the other chapters as well okay uh, but basically honestly blow the guest minds in less than five minutes okay think of them as a, a real-life version of those random acts of kindness that you know we always see on bumper stickers and different things uh, one person said you know I was looking for the magic in all the wrong places your people is where the magic is Okay, your people is where the magic is. And you might be thinking, well, it's easy for Disney to do that, okay? But that kind of thing would never work in my business, all right? Really? Think about the variety of human interactions that take place within your organization, between your employees, and between the outside world. I guarantee you these take fives are available for you. Number seven, teach them how and where to spend their time, okay? I make sure everyone uh, knew to be at, uh, at a, a certain place when the store opened, okay? Um, Vance, our, uh, as I like to say, our resident Disney expert, uh, I guarantee you when that restaurant opened, everybody was in the right spot. 
Did it happen every time? No, of course not. But the idea was everybody was in the right spot at the right time uh, to make sure that things um, went smoothly from there on out. Okay? And then uh, communicate constantly. Communicate. All right? Davey likes to say, uh, in the effort of over-communicating, right? I like to say there is no such thing as over-communicating. Um, and so how do you do that? One of the things that he did here that I thought was really good was he uh, actually created a weekly newsletter that he sent out to his employees and everything. So that was kind of a cool thing. Um, and then having short little meetings with your people so that uh, they would understand why or what, what the big thing is today. Uh, restaurants do this all the time. The really good restaurants, they even know who the reservations are, the important reservations that are coming in for that day a lot of times, okay? Uh, and so, you know, they try to make sure they do that. They also talked about how because of those little meetings, they solved a problem of making sure that uh, uh, the wine was going to be there for the table. In the, in the past, the wine was with, um, had to go through one person that had the key. And when that person wasn't available because they were in the restroom or whatever, now we couldn't get to the, the wine cabinet in a timely manner, all right? But they solved it. The answer is right there in the book. And number nine, give yourself feedback immediately and effectively. Give yourself feedback effective and immediately. In the next, uh, um, uh, when you're working with us, one of the things you're going to find is that Davey's really big on feedback. Okay? Uh, we did feedback with the other, other group. We were surprised with some of the feedback that we got. Okay? Sometimes you work with people and they go, look, if I see you once a year, we're good. And some people go, I need to see you every day. Now, neither one of those really works. But you have to figure out where the feedback is and where, what, what you need to make things work, all right? And then prepare them for the unexpected, you know? Um, Bill Marriott uh, taught Lee this. He said, the only way to get excellence in anything is with education and enforcement. He said, I've updated the statement. The only way you achieve excellence is with education, enforcement, and then large doses of recognition, appreciation, and encouragement. We're going to talk about that more in another chapter. So remember, great teachers become great leaders. Last page there, 141. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. And as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow, and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, Go to microreturns.com right now.